Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. You see, the Bible says that they that come to God must first of all know that one, He is. And then number two, He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Hallelujah. So the first thing about God is that you must know that He's God. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. In, so when you stand before God, you don't stand before God with logic. You don't stand before God with reasonings. You don't stand before God with your own ideas. You stand with God that He is God. Hallelujah. Amen. And with Him there is no logic. There is no reasoning. Hallelujah. Amen. Why are they going? You can stay here. Do I need you? Hallelujah. Amen. They are happy. Because they look unhappy when they were leaving. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Have that, you, see, you are standing before God. Amen. Amen. That is why the, when the angel visited Mary, when Gabriel visited Mary, he said that you shall have a child. Mary said, ah, how, can, how is it possible? I know no man. With, with, with natural logic, for you to have a child, you must know a man. Do you understand? With natural logic, for you to have, be pregnant, you must know a man. Without knowing a man, you cannot get pregnant. So when the angel told Mary that you have a child. Mary's natural I know no man. Hallelujah. So I don't know how these things can be. Hallelujah. That was Mary's natural reaction. Like all of us. I know no man. Like, ah. I know, I, yes, I mean, I know I'm not infertile. I know I can have a child, but I need a man first. So then the angel looked at Mary. You see? And the angel this is what I want you to remember. The angel looked at Mary and he said, I am Gabriel. Number one, I am Gabriel. I stand before God. Hallelujah. I am Gabriel. I stand before God. In other words, where I come from, this your logic doesn't apply. Are you hearing me? Where I am coming from, this your logic for you to need a man before you get pregnant, it doesn't apply there. Hallelujah. Where I am coming from, I am Gabriel. I stand before God. Where I am coming from, this is your logic to need a man to get pregnant. It doesn't apply there. We operate beyond logic. I say we operate beyond logic. We operate beyond logic. Because with your logic, you must get a job before you can afford something. But before God, you don't need a job to get that thing. Are you hearing me? With your logic, 
with your logic you need a doctor or some surgery to get this disease cured but with God you don't need that logic God can take it away are you hearing me with your logic you need to get a certain qualification before they can give you this appointment but with God by where God is coming from you don't need that qualification you still be hired so you so with God all things are possible so why don't you look at five people and say that put away your logic you are standing before God <laughs> I said tell you, person, put away your logic you are standing before God logic yeah I'm sure the person standing by you see logically the person standing by you he cannot even give you $500 logically but tell the person tell the, tell the person put away your logic I can easily give you $5,000 <laughs> Put away your logic. I can sign a check of five thousand for you now. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout! Hallelujah! Please take your seat. Amen. Put away your logic. <laughs> because logically speaking, for you to have five thousand. It will not be easy, but put away logic. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Say, I am good, bro. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Well, last week you had a wonderful honor your prophets. It was good. Amen. God bless you richly. Amen. Amen. Today, and for the next couple of weeks, we'll be speaking about a, a very spiritual message. Hallelujah. We were were talking about something that to the world is carnal. But if you are are a Christian, it's very spiritual. Hallelujah. We'll be talking about, I want to teach you about it it, it, it may look carnal or worldly, but I tell you it's very, very spiritual. Hallelujah. Yes. And you must pay attention to listen to it well. Hallelujah. You know, I'm talking about wealth. 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 Wealth is very spiritual. Prosperity is very spiritual. Hallelujah. You must understand it well. Are you hearing me? I mean, not, not, not to sound... God forgive me if I sound proud, but not to sound proud. I don't think I enjoy preaching to poor people. So if, I, if I'm pastoring you, I want you to be rich. Amen. I don't say I don't preach to people. I, say, I, don't, I don't say I don't preach to people. I say I don't enjoy. The word is enjoy. 
You understand? So if, if I am pastoring you, then it is my desire that you become rich. Amen. Amen. Because I'll be happy when you are wealthy. Amen. I said, I'll be happy when you are wealthy. Amen. Because I've come to see that the fact that somebody is poor does not mean that they are humble. I have no, you know. Poverty does not mean humility. Yes. Neither does it mean spirituality. Yes. It just means broke. <laughs> I like that. It just, look, it, does, it just means broke. It does not mean you are spiritual. It does not mean that you are humble. No, no. Don't, don't be deceived by those things at all. Hallelujah. One, I heard one great, one great man of God say that you can never trust, trust a poor person. And I was shocked. He said, oh, he, he cannot trust a poor person. I said, why? He said, a rich man, when he's talking, you know what he's talking. Yeah. But when a poor person is talking, you are not sure. Yeah. Whether because of his poverty. Something behind it. You understand? But I said, rich, when a rich man will tell you his mind right away. Yes. But when a poor person is talking, you don't know whether the reason behind this person who's calling you director, chief, manager, boss. You don't know. You wait for him to get money. You see. It's the same reason why some of you don't even trust your house help. Because the person is a servant so long as he's poor. The day he gets something, you see that, ah, it's not as humble as you thought. Are you hearing me? Oh, yeah. So he said, oh, ask for him. He cannot, he, he told us, he said, you cannot trust a poor person. Yeah. yeah. All of us have been to places where the people are very, they look humble. Mm. But when you turn around, you see that they are not at all. Yes. Yeah. That's the person sitting there quietly. Oh, chief. Oh, director. What does they say? Boss. Chairman. <laughs> huh? Officer. Madam. Oh, him, uh... <laughs> Boss lady. All oh, because they want something. All oh, because they want something. The day they get something, you see their true colors. Yeah. May God deliver you from poverty. You better receive it. May God deliver you from poverty. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So it doesn't mean none of the above. Yeah. Amen. At all. So I'm talking about, you see, and I'm talking about wealth, eh? Wealth. Spiritual. Hallelujah. Amen. The spiritual. Prospering. Prosperity is spiritual. And it's not as you think. There's a large spiritual component to it. Hallelujah. Amen. So we'll be talking about tithing. Amen. I thought you should be happy about it. Amen. You don't look happy about it. I cannot give you any better message on prosperity than tithing. I can stand here and talk to you about financial engineering, 401k, how to navigate the Real prosperity is spiritual. Hallelujah. 
So if, I, so, so if I want you to prosper and I don't teach you tithing, I'm denying you the secret of blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. And if I teach you tithing, you must clearly understand that it is for your own prosperity. Amen. No, seriously. Yes. Yes. I, I, I like to talk about tithing. I like to talk about tithing a lot. Number one, because I tithe. I believe in tithing seriously. I've been tithing since I was a medical student. It's not today. I've been tithing for a long time. I believe in it 100%. As a matter of fact, those of you who had this book, the original book, which I'm going to preach from, it was dedicated to me. Oh, yeah. If you have the old one, this is a, this is a reprinted, the original book. Look inside. Did I have the, old, the original one? Nobody has the original one. Oh, yes. It's at home, right? If you look at it, the first page, dedicated to my friend, Dr. Charles. So that's me. You have it here? Yeah? They think I'm lying. Read it to them. Read it. Show it to them. Dedication to Dr. Chas Osei. Osei. <laughs> Thank you for being a personal friend. Dedication to Dr. Che- Charles Osei. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's all part of it. Thank you for being a personal friend and for your commitment through the years. Because I believe in, I believe in Titan 100%. No but, no ifs. That's why um, it's not dedicated for everything. The whole UD, this book was dedicated to me, Titan. Because I believe in tithing. So I'm not, you see, let me tell you something. I hate to preach about things I don't believe in. You see, you're a hypocrite. Yes. I mean, I'm not, by the grace of God, I'm not a hypocritic preacher. Yes. I hate to preach about things you don't believe in. Hallelujah. So anything I preach to you, I preach from my heart. Amen. I believe in tithing 100%. Yes. Amen. That it's not 99. That it is the source of blessing. Yes. yes. So every church I pastor, I tell them 100% tithes. Because I'm tired of... Look, one day, you see, one day a, man, a man of God came to, came to do a convention. And a brother picked him up from the airport to the convention. Very spiritual man of God. And on the way to the meeting, he asked the driver, do you pay tight? The driver said, no, you know, just tight. And the man said, drop me. Drop me. Just, just drop me. The, the last car I want to see is a car that is scarce. I beg you, I don't. <laughs> I beg you. They said, drop me. Because the last car I want to take a ride in it is a car that is scarce. It's, it's a spiritual thing. God expects us to tight. It is the source of your blessing. Hallelujah. And, and God wants you to tight. So if you don't have this book, please get one. Get one. I don't know how much you are selling for. Fifteen dollars. That's what tight. You can buy it for them free. Buy fifteen dollars. No, go and read it. Go and read it. See, whatever I'm preaching will not be enough. You understand? Please, please. Anybody needs a copy, please. Because you see, whatever I'm teaching you, you also need to go and study. The people they were noble-minded in that whatever they had posted, they went and researched. Go, Charles, go and read it. Do you have a copy of this? Please get one. 
go and read it. Because, I, you see, I like you to be rich. Amen. When I see you wealthy, I'll be happy. Yeah. I'll be very, very happy. So go and read it. Get a copy, please. Where's, um, where's your husband? Buy one for him. Tell him that Reverend said that personally he's interested in his prosperity. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And, 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 and God takes tithing very seriously. Hallelujah. Amen. God takes tithing very seriously. One day, a, 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 one day a certain brother was very broke. And was believing God. Have you, have you been broke to the point that when you are walking down, you are looking on the road to see where you can find money? Have <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you been that broke before? When you are lucky, you are looking. Apparently, it's, you can actually make, there's a place in New York. Some people actually go and work there. I on broad. Oh, yeah, it's true. Some people say it's, it's actually their job. They go to in the morning, early in the morning on Broadway. No, on the Broadway in that area. Apparently, some people make it their job. In the morning, they go looking. You can find people who have dropped money. Those who were drunk the night before. So this brother was very broke. And was believing God for he needed hundred dollars to hundred dollars to pay a bill. He was believing God, so he prayed, prayed and believed that Lord just supply my needs supernaturally. And Lord, only hundred dollars. I believe. I pray. Then somehow on his way to work, he saw something on the ground, like an envelope. So oh Lord, thank you for an answered prayer. Then when he took the thing, he could see that some dollars were in it. So, what a miracle working God. Then started counting 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, 70, 80, 90. Say, hey, God, you have taken your tithe already. Hey, <laughs> 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 <Say>, God. <laughs> he was bleeding off 100 and God. <laughs> God. God doesn't joke with his tithe, you know. God has taken his tithe already. Say, oh God, you have taken your tithe already. Hallelujah. But it's the source of your wealth. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want you to prosper. Now I want you to prosper. Hallelujah. I'm talking about real prosperity. Amen. See, there's nothing wrong with being prosperous. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So, I'm just going to talk about introduction to tight. Just, you know, why the tight? Okay? Why the tight? Hallelujah. Amen. Just remember that wealth is spiritual. Okay? That's the first thing I want you to do. That wealth, real wealth is spiritual. Hallelujah. And then number two, you see, and number two, 20, the Proverbs chapter 23, verse 4. Proverbs 23.4 says that labor not to be rich cease from thy own wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. In other words, wealth is very spiritual. So don't make it... You see, don't be deceived that you're going to work to be rich per se. It's a deception. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. No, it's a deception. Don't think that by just working you're going to be rich. Hallelujah. It's your wisdom that tells you that. It's a deception. Hallelujah. Amen. It does not mean that you shouldn't work 
work. I believe in hard work. Hallelujah. I believe in hard work. I believe you need to work hard. But just making it your, solely your life aim that, oh, let me work hard so I can be rich. No. You must understand the spirituality of wealth. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Yeah, I believe in hard work. You see, that is why in, in Psalm 62, verse 10 and 11, Psalm 62, verse 10 and 11. It says that, verse 10, trust not in oppression and, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increases, set not your heart upon them. That's a, that's a, whole, a whole message that I can preach about. If riches, because you know, the Bible says, as goods increase, they are increasing that in them. Hallelujah. If riches increase, don't even set your heart on it. Sometimes the reason why you don't get a lot of phone calls because you are broke. The day you make money, you see how people will call you. <laughs> now nobody has called you that the wall is broken. You make some money and you see. Hallelujah. But the next verse is even more interesting. God had spoken once. Twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. Amen. I said, God has spoken once. Twice have I heard it. That what? That what? That what? That what? That what? Power belongs to God, not you. If God says you are true, you are true. Once have I heard, uh, God has spoken once. Twice have I heard, have I heard this, that Power belongeth unto God. At the end of the day, it is God who has power. If God says that you are free, you are free. If God says you are not free, you are not free. So trust in God. That's what I want to share with you. Power, real power. Real power does not belong to the politician. Real power does not belong to the government. Real power does not even belong to the pastor. Power belongs to God. If God says that free, you are free. Yes. If God says you are not free, you are not free. Powerful. If God says that you will be rich, you will be rich. Yes. Power. Yes. Power. The ability always belongs to God. That is why the Bible says that except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Except the Lord build, you build in vain. You can do all the connections. If God's hand is not in you, forget it. I'm going deeper, brother. You can put, you can do triple jobs, four jobs, five jobs, six jobs. If God power is not in it, you are wasting your time. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. The whole world can hate you. If God says I like you, they can't do Shelly. I said they can't do Shelly. I said they can't do what Shelly because power belongs to God. That is why you should not be afraid of people who are threatening. Your boss can say, I don't like you. He cannot do shelly. If God wants to keep you there, he will die. And you will be kept there. Power, it belongs to God. I said 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 power, it belongs to God. I'm talking power. I'm not talking about, you see, don't worry about presidential power. It's four years. Maximum eight years. 
foundation. That just know that power belongs to God. Amen. God bless you. Nobody has power. Nobody has power. If God says you will live, hey, the plane can crash in mid You and then you escape. Because power belongs to God. I said power belongs to God. So don't be deceived about people's threats and people's theories. Power, the word I call power, belongs to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In fact, to be honest with you, even if a so-called man of God or prophet curses, you don't be afraid if you haven't done anything wrong. Amen. Don't be afraid. It's all threats. Hey, something will do. Nothing will do to you, Shelley. Power. <laughs> It's just like threats and fears. Yeah, because you did. Nothing will happen to you today, tomorrow. Shelly, real power, it belongs to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> power belongs to God. Hallelujah. Power does not belong to your boss. Tell them, but power does not belong to your boss. Say, say, power does not even belong to your husband. Obviously, power does not belong to your wife. <laughs> At all. Hey, she can scream and tell you, surely you can't do nothing. Power belongs to God. No wife can threaten you. And a husband, oh, power belongs. So if you ask, when your husband talks, when you tell this, after, yes, when he's talking, but when you tell him, power belongs to God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. So you must believe in it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So don't set your heart on money per se. Amen. Set your money, set your heart on God. I said, set your heart on God. Amen. Look, I'll show you a scripture. Luke chapter 5, verse 5. Luke 5, 5. Luke chapter 5. Please, brother, help me quickly. And Simon answered said unto him, Master, we have played all night. We have parted all night. We have done what? We have toiled all night and have taken nothing. I'll pause here and I'll continue. Look. There's a general saying. You see, there's a general saying that um, most poor people are lazy. Which is by and large true. Because the Bible says I went by the foot of the sluggard. Sometimes people are poor because they are lazy. You understand? Yeah. Like they don't want to wear, they don't want to do anything. The Bible says I went by the, I went the Bible says I went by the foot of the sluggard and I looked. Behold, it was overgrown with thistles and nestles. Then I looked and I considered. Then I said, A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms, so shall their poverty come like an arm robber. So sometimes people are poor because they are lazy. I said they are what? Lazy. They won't fight for any job application. They won't do any research every time. You see, I had one brother. I don't know a human being that is this lazy. 
So I'll call him, brother, so and so. How's the job? Well, I am waiting on the Lord. You are not waiting on no Lord. You are not waiting on no Lord. Just get up. Go on the internet. How do I know he's lazy? He'll go on the computer, but he'll play games. He won't go for application. Yes. <laughs> when he's on the computer, he'll be playing games. But looking for a job. I'm waiting on the Lord. Waiting on who? Lazy. You know, the snow has come. People should go and walk in the snow. You are lying in your bed. They're waiting on the Lord. Every day I call me, that's an excuse. You are lazy. You are lazy. Listen to me. Everybody gets tired, okay? Everybody gets up and go and get a job. Everybody walks, everybody gets tired. You lie in bed, you don't want to do anything. And you, you expect it to be provided for. You are lazy. He was lazy. My brother was lazy. I pray that you marry a man like that. Amen. Sister, say Amen. amen. Because it's, it's not easy to marry, to marry to a lazy man. At all. The wife said, Reverend, I am tired. The Reverend said, the wife called and said, Reverend, Nadia, I am tired. I am beyond I'm tired. Bills you won't pay. You see, when, when a man is lazy, even though the woman will go to work, the children that is even left for him to take care of, he can't. That's right, Reverend. That's a lazy man. At least if you won't go and get a job, be a house husband. <laughs> At least a house husband. Make sure that the children have done their homework, they are clean. That work he couldn't do. You'll be playing on computers. Lazy. And every time I call him, he has this rap, rap, you know. I'm still believing God. I'm waiting on the Lord. I said, have you sent this? No, I'm waiting. <laughs> check on the market and they say that there's a downsizing. No, there's no downsizing anywhere. You are lazy. Lazy. Lazy bones. That's what you are for. Yeah. So by and large, by and large, people are poor because they are lazy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. I once told, listen, oh, I, I once told a brother, so look, a dollar is a dollar, okay? I say a dollar is a dollar. Whether you get it by cleaning, yeah. whether you got it by McDonald's, yeah. whether you got it by Einstein Young, yeah. whether you got it by uh, Bethesda Hospital, yeah. what you need is a dollar. And a dollar is a dollar. So go get a dollar. I don't care how you get it. <laughs> I said, a dollar? I don't care how you get it. What you need is a dollar. So whether you're going to do living, what, live out, live in between, live around. <laughs> Just bring a dollar home. For a dollar? When was the last time you took a dollar and you saw that this dollar is from this? This dollar is not right because it's from the hospital. No, it's not written on it. Have you seen it before? No. Tell me, dollar is a dollar. A dollar is a dollar. A dollar is a dollar. 
this place. Let's go get some dollars and stop wasting everybody's time. Every day you are doing research, you are studying, you are Google. Please stop, go get a dollar. Yeah. So, he said, we have toiled. But see, the, the, what I want to, the best I want to see is that by and large, by and large, most poor people are lazy. But, but, which is a big but, not all poor people are lazy. Not all poor people are lazy. Here, they were not sleeping. They were not playing video games. They were not playing FIFA under 20. They were working. And at the end of the day, nevertheless, he said, and have taken what? Nothing. So it means that sometimes you can work very hard and still get zero. That's what I'm trying to say. This just I'm just trying to t- tell you that working hard per se does not mean you prosper. Hallelujah. So even though I believe in hard work, I believe a dollar is a dollar, you must do your best. Have it at the back of your mind that hard work per se will not make you prosper because they had work all night. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So stop having this mind. That's what I said. Labor not to be rich. Yeah, work all night. Look, I've come to see some people who work very hard and are broke. Oh yeah. I've seen people who are going to school. Name it. Every degree they have it. And still are broke. You see, I'm talking about spirituality of wealth. see every profession. In every profession, I've seen rich doctors, I've seen poor doctors. I've seen rich nurses, I've seen poor nurses. In other words, every profession, there's a rich one, there's a poor one. So it's not a profession per se. I understand what I'm saying. If it is the profession per se, then everybody in that profession should be wealthy. But it's not so. I've seen rich janitors and poor janitors. Hallelujah. Oh, I've seen rich lawyers and a lot of I've seen rich lawyers and a whole lot of poor lawyers. I've seen uh, rich uh, rich rich cab drivers and poor cab drivers. So it's not what you do per se. Hallelujah. Neither is it your location. Look, I've seen I know a whole lot of rich Ghanaians and a lot of poor Ghanaians. Mm. Yeah. The fact that you are Ghanaian doesn't mean you are rich. Hey. I know rich Ghanaians. I know poor Ghanaians. Yes. I know rich Jamaicans yeah. and I know poor Jamaicans. Yes. And I know rich Americans and I know a whole lot of poor Americans. Yeah. So people who think that the fact that you are an American means you will be rich. No, 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 no. So send a message back to them that no, it's not so. 
you know some poor Americans? I said, you know some poor Americans? So what I'm trying to say is that a green card or a US citizen does not make you rich per se. So if you think, oh, if only I will get my papers, I'll be rich. No. People who are born here with papers from the day one, they are broke. <laughs> and they were born with it. They are even homeless. They were born with it. You would think that your whole prosperity is linked to this paper. Once I get this paper, my prosperity has begun. No. Oh, God has spoken. I heard it twice. Power belongs to God. I said power I said power. So rather put your trust in God than in a document, a school, a church. Forget about it. I'm preaching to you. Power belongs to God. I said power belongs to God. If only I will get my purpose, I will prosper. They were born with it. And they are broke, broke, broke. Got a dollar for me? It'd be asking for a <laughs> Can I get a quarter? <laughs> God forgive me. Can I get a quarter? Hey, bro, bro, can I get a quarter? Quarter. Can I get a quarter? Can I get a quarter? Can you spare me a quarter? Can you spare me a quarter? You spare me a quarter. Me, I should spare you a quarter. You are living here, born here. I should spare you. Me, from my cities, I should come and spare you a quarter. <laughs> so, what I'm trying to tell you is to think right. God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. The power belongs to God. I said, power belongs to God. I said, power. That's why the Bible says, it is I who given you power to make wealth. You want to prosper, see it as a spiritual thing. I said, you want to prosper, begin to see it as a spiritual thing. So he said, he said, nevertheless, nevertheless, I die wet. I will lay down the net. I have worked all day. I have toiled all night. I have caught nothing. Nevertheless, I thy word. Next verse. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and they are not back. Listen, I'm talking about the spirituality of wealth. The spirituality of wealth. It says, I have worked all day. We have told about at thy word. At thy word. At thy word. At thy word. It means that one word from God can change you. Is somebody hearing me? I said, somebody hearing me. It means that one idea from God can change your life. I said, one idea. It is I who given you power to make wealth. God can give you one idea tomorrow, Ramilone. Somebody receive that prophecy. I said, somebody receive that prophecy. One business idea and you are true. I said, one business idea and you are true. At thy word. I said, at thy word. I said, at thy word. One connection. You see, just meeting one person and you are true. I said, all that you are looking for, just one person. person whom you meet the person, you are true. Just one person. You just need to meet one person and you are true. At thy word. 
thy word. At thy word. Just one word. One idea. One relationship. One connection. And you are through. You find a lot of prosperity. Just one door. May you receive that door. I said, may you receive that door. I said, may you receive that door. I said, may you receive that door. One door, one door, one door, one door. That's it. They had one breakthrough. Once, one shot. You meet one person, one idea, one opportunity, you are through. So it is not giddy giddy. No. I said it is not what? It is not what? You are too giddy giddy. You wake up in the morning, you go and come, you work here, you work here, and at the end of the day, you are still broke. It's too much giddy giddy. Tell your neighbor, it's not giddy giddy. One word. Some people are too giddy giddy. Giddy giddy is a word. Giddy giddy is a word. Every day you call up that day. You can't even rest. Too much giddy giddy. At the end of the day, you turn all night. But one word. There's too much giddy giddy in your life. There is too much giddy giddy in your life. Learn to sit back and trust God and believe in one word. One idea. Listen to me. One word. Some of you ladies are telling all they need is one husband, one man, just one man, just one man. I say, just one man, just one man, just by being. Ma- Listen to me. Do you think that Megan Markle, Megan Markle, do you think any of her colleagues are like her? No. No matter what job they do, just one Buckingham Palace. No matter what jobs your colleagues do, just one. Yes, so there's some sisters here. I'm believing God with you. Yes. I am praying God with you. That this gidigidida people are doing going and coming. Just one man you reset. I said, just one man you reset. I said, just one man you reset. Just one man you reset. Sister, one man. Receive it, daughter. You have to receive it. Just, just be married to one person. There will be no need to work. If you work, you don't have to work, but there will be no need. If you want, you don't have to work. There's no need for you to work. Whatever those who are going and coming are wearing, you can afford it. When they are sleeping, you can sleep. When they are driving, you can drive. Just one man. <laughs> receive that man. I said, receive that man. I said, receive that man. Yes. You find that you are cool. When you are living, you are living higher. When you are wearing, you are wearing better. When you are eating, you are eating better. You wake up in the morning, your whole work is to do your face and your nails. That's what you do. <laughs> I said, that's what you do. I said, that's what you do. All that you need to do, this time of your week at 5 a.m., woman, that you are going and coming, you are dropping this child here, you are dropping us all around. No, one man, one man, one man. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. I said, I'm preaching to you. One woman, five o'clock, you are in the morning, you are waking up, you are back, you are going, you are coming, you drop a child here, you are sweating, you are crossing traffic. Oh, please, just one man. <laughs> Somebody receive one man, just one man. At that word, one word, this is one word, one word, one word, one word. 
It's just all you are working all night. All night is one man. I'm preaching to you. One man. One man. One man. My daughter should say one man. There's too much kitty kitty. There's too much kitty kitty. Christian sister, there's too much kitty kitty. I'm preaching. Pick up on me carefully. Hey. Ah. Kitty kitty, one man. You find out that you find out that the car you drive is not a problem. The what you wear is not a problem. The house is not a problem. If you wake up, the only job you are doing is you are watering your flowers and you are doing your makeup. <laughs> this one man! This one man! No more giri-giri. I said no more giri-giri. I said no more giri-giri. I'm preaching. Your brother, believe this one woman. I said, believe this one woman. God can make money a rich woman. There's nothing wrong money a rich woman. <laughs> I'm preaching. I said, brother, there's nothing wrong in marrying a rich woman. Just one rich woman, and you are cool. Why should I always be the man? Because you marry a rich woman. <laughs> just one rich woman. Just one rich woman. She make you feel good. One rich woman. <laughs> I'm preaching. I said one rich woman. Yeah, believe it. I said believe it. You can find that the woman you marry can solve your problems. Look, I knew, have a, it's not a friend, a colleague. I won't call him a friend. It was, a, it was not a friend, it was a colleague. One colleague who told me, look, the house that I'm coming from, I'm not, I'm not looking for a poor one to marry. Hey, what a word. <laughs> he actually told my wife, not the person. He said, Look, the house that I'm coming from, because there was another lady who liked him, who was also very beautiful, but he was poor. He said, The house that I'm coming from, I am not looking for any broke girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what he told me. He said, Where I'm coming from. The last time we was a broke girl. Because this girl was beautiful. And like he said, no. And true to his word, he married a very rich girl. Why not? I said, if you're a brother, why not? Tell a brother, why not? Why not? Why not? He married a very rich girl. Whose father was, whose father was a, like a minister. And that's, that, they bought his ticket, everything. They settled him. Because right from America, she said, Me, where I'm coming from? <laughs> I'm not looking for any another blogger. <laughs> the church is quiet. The sisters are quiet. <laughs> so, everybody, according to your faith, sisters receive one man, brothers receive one woman.
Yeah. Power belongs to God. I said power belongs to God. I said power belongs to God. I said power belongs to God. Hallelujah. There's too much giddy giddy. Too much giddy giddy. 5 a.m. you are up. Drop your head. Do this, do this, do this, do this. One woman, you have a cell phone and a beeper. What are you? Why are you Tarzan? <laughs> are you Tarzan or Rambo? <laughs> Rambo. Beeper here, cell phone here, this thing here. Guess I pray. No. Is somebody hearing me? I said, are you hearing me? Receive one word. I said, receive one word. One idea. One person. One contact. At thy word. Spirituality. You will find that most rich people when they are talking to you was one contact. One idea. Just one door. Somebody received that blessing. One door. No more giddy giddy. I say no more giddy giddy. No more giddy giddy. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. I die with. That's what I said. I die with. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen. The Bible says the steps of the righteous one, they are ordered by God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Believe it. You may meet one person, your life will change. Seriously. I, say, I want you to understand that real prosperity is not by hard work. So don't think you will prosper by 9 to 5. First of all, first of all, 9 to 5 doesn't prosper anybody. No, I'm serious. 9 to 5? 9 to 5? Most rich people are not 9 to 5. You need some... You see, most rich people are entrepreneurial ideas. In fact, real wealth comes by... Real wealth comes by solving a problem for mankind. That is why Facebook, Bill Gates, they all solve a human need. See, and that idea, that's what I'm saying. It is I who give you the power to get wealth. So it's an idea God gives you. Yes. And by that idea, you become wealthy. So if you think that you're going to get up 9 to 5, 9 to 5, 9 to 5 is for maintenance. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. So, you see, you understand what I'm saying? So, prosperity, one idea, as an architect, one idea, one design can make you wealthy. You find that there will be no need to go 9 to 5, just one idea. One construction, one idea, one person, that alone will set you up. Amen. And that can come from God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Believe God for one idea. Amen. So it's not 9 to 5. 9 to 5 is maintenance. I'm being be honest with you. 9 to 5. Because 9 to 5, you see somebody's job, and he, after he gets paid, then after he gets all the money, then he gives you some. But an idea from you to create a business, to set up a home, to do something. That's your idea. That's what, that is what brings you wealth. Receive an idea. Receive an idea. Isn't it nursing? The people who have made nurses are people who have used the nursing to set up homes. Run agencies. Working 95 carrying patients. Oh, only your back will break after a while. I'm very serious. You find out that the ones who can create outside that set up something. They make money. They do? They do? Yeah, they do. They do. So I won't look, Father, lift up your hand, let me pray for you. Father, I go down on my knees. From my heart, I pray for this congregation. 
the power to make wealth, the idea, the wisdom, the contact, let it be given to them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Nine to, nine to five, there yeah, is somebody's job. Nine to, nine to five is for maintenance. Yes. We all do it from time to time for maintenance. That's all. But we are well. All the rich people, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, they all solve a problem. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And it's not only limited to them. You two can go and give you the idea. God can give you an idea to maybe design some flora and some baskets or something. By the time you realize you are sitting here and you have customers in Indonesia, China, and you are sitting in your, in your pajamas. You are in pajamas and you are making money. That idea, you won't get up. You just wear your pajamas and sit behind your computer and make money. Hallelujah. The steps of the righteous man, they are ordered by God. Hallelujah. And real prosperity comes from God. Hallelujah. Yeah. I hope you are getting my message. So don't trust in your strength or your ideas. Trust in the power of God. Hallelujah. And when God gives you one idea, you are through. So because of that, fear God. That's why I showed you that scripture. Once has God spoken. Twice have I had power. Bless God. Hallelujah. May God order your steps. You see, there's a scripture in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28, I believe. 28 verse 12. Why you should honor God and fear God. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. The heaven to give rain unto, unto thy land in this season. And to bless all the work of thy hand. Huh. As you honor God. I'm talking about time. As you honor God. This is what comes, what comes to you. But say, he shall open unto thee his good treasure. God has a treasure house. I say God has a treasure house. Look. I don't want to embarrass. Just for example, where's your bag? You see, the fact that people are carrying bags. (laughs) With a big name. That's no me. Look, some bags when you steal is useless. If I start... (laughs) Let, let's go to what is in this bag. <laughs> That's a wallet. Open the wallet. What is in there? Aha, uh-huh, driving lenses. What else? Two dollars. Some people will carry their wallet. It's none. But there's somebody here too. If he gives you their credit card, you're looking for 
your mind. If they give you the credit card, the card. you will know that men, you will be swiping. So not all, in other words, not all rooms or not all bags contain the same thing. Yeah. They find that you know, it's very big. This lady, where's yours? Where's yours? You, I don't, I don't, eh? Where's your bag? Please, where's your bag? She's hiding it. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Michael Cross, where's yours? I'm, I'm checking their bags. Fred, I'm checking their bags. Empty. Where's your bag? Where's your bag? I mean, very heavy. Look, it, it will only give you shoulder pains. That's not. <laughs> I mean, this thing all day. It will only give you shoulder pains. I mean, as you see like that, going and coming, kicking. But no, it's a, it's, it's a shoulder pain. Look at how heavy it is. Well, I don't bother to carry it. <laughs> yeah. But there's some bag. There's some wallet. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that God will open to you his good treasure. Good treasure. That, you see, God has a treasure house that he doesn't open to everybody. But when he opens to you, what is in there? What is in God's treasure? When he opens to you, yes. what is in that storehouse? You have no idea. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about honoring God. Yes, Pay your tithe. He will open unto thee. He will open unto thee his good treasure. You will find that when God in God's treasure box. Okay, this one is receipt. What else is there? Credit card. Uh, <laughs> tissue for makeup. <laughs> I don't want to look into. I don't want to get blind. So I'm just. Uh huh. What is this? Airborne. Mint. <laughs> Whatever. This is, this, is the, this is what is in it. But in, in God's good treasure, when he opens, there's healing. There's miracles. There's breakthrough. There's deliverance. That is what's in God's storehouse. He will open to his good treasure. So instead of tissues and receipts, I mean, how many times will you check your balance? Don't you know that it's empty? <laughs> All your bag is full of ATM balances. The first one was right. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Just to be sure, so you go and check it again. No. But in his good treasure, when God opens his good treasure, there's healing in it. There's miracles in it. There's scholarship for your children in it. That's his good treasure. That is his good treasure. And not everybody is exposed to God's treasure. He says, when you honor me, then I will open up my good treasure. Hallelujah. Yeah. I always say this story about my grandmother. See, my grandmother, she died very old. She, was, she, she almost died after 100 years or so. And I do remember her, that um, she had, when you go to 
her room. She had boxes. You know, some of these boxes. And she had, some of them are like, I mean, the, the original one from Portugal, the one that was brought by Vasco da Gama, those original. And she, in, in there, she had clothes, cloth, cloth that she, she has refused to sew. Holland, the real one, that she has packed. Are you hearing me? And then I remember one day, oh no, see, I sent her money. I sent her money, dollars. Could, do you believe that my grandmother did not change the dollars? No, she didn't change it. She went and put the dollars in that ba- uh, trunk on top of her rich clothing. She didn't change it. Do you know her reason? You'll be surprised. So that the day that she dies, when they come and open her things, they will know that. <laughs> I said, listen. <laughs> and you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But when they come and they open, they will know that, oh, she was a rich woman. Yeah. She even had dollars in it. <laughs> she did not. She will know that she really lived. She had grandchildren abroad. So even the dollar she didn't change, she put on the cloth. Yes. Waiting that when she dies, yes. then when they come, yes. they come and open her things. Yes. They'll see Dutch cloth, yes. Germany cloth, American money. Yes. You go, ah, then. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the use was, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Treasure. God says, I'll open to you my good treasures. When I open, you see healing. When I open, you see miracles. When I open, you see breakthroughs. My good treasure. He said, my good treasure. The heaven to give thee rain. There is something called rain from heaven. No matter how much you plant, if the heaven rain does not fall, it will not grow. Rain from heaven. Unto the land in his season. And I like the third part. And to bless the work of thy hand. And to bless the work of thy hand. Listen to me carefully, Newark. Bless the work of thy hand. If the work is not blessed, you can go. The work of your hand is not blessed, you can toil all night. Once I've heard, twice. Once I've got spoken, twice I've heard, power belongs to God. It's not about what you are doing. Is it blessed? Is that the thing? Thank you, my brother. I like you. God will bless the work of your hand. Yes. You see, many people will be like you. But when God blesses your work of your hand, you will find that what you have will be different. Yes. So it's, you have colleagues that you'll be ten times richer than. Yes. Same paycheck, but yours is blessed. Yes. So it's not about yes, and so it's not about what you are doing. Yes, yes. Is it blessed or not blessed? Yes. He said, and I will bless the work of thine hand. Amen. I will bless the work of thine hand. It means that if you are a nurse, I'll bless it. If you are a doctor, I'll bless it. If you are a homekeeper, I'll bless it. So it is not about toiling. You can toil all night, but if it's not blessed, it's zero. May God bless the work of your hand. May you not labor in vain. Yes, I will bless the work of your hand. So it's not about no, you not working. Is it whether it is blessed or not? Yes. So I will bless you. I will bless the work of your hand. When God blesses the work of your hand, you find that even the little is more than enough. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And immediately that happens. As soon as God puts his blessing on the work of your hand, you move to the next point. And that shall lend unto many nations and that shall not borrow. It means that suddenly you move from a borrower to a lender. I said suddenly you move from what? A borrower to what? I said a borrower to what? A borrower to what? I said a borrower to what? When people should not be running away because they owe you. Yeah. A borrower to a lender. May God transform from a borrower to a lender. You see, when God is a borrower to a lender, that is when you get to the stage. I'm serious. That is when you get to a stage whereby you don't look, you don't remember whether they are paying you this week or not. Listen to me carefully. May God bring you to the stage where you don't remember whether this week is pay week or not. Because as of now, you know the, the paycheck has been calculated. Let's do it. But see, you can come to a place whereby whether they pay this, you, 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 you don't keep account on it. And the reason why you don't keep account is because you don't live from mouth to mouth. Amen. I prophesy to somebody. Amen. I say, I prophesy to somebody. Amen. May God bring you to a place you don't live from mouth to mouth. We don't care whether this week is pay week or not. As at now, you have calculated a paycheck three months in advance. You have the pay schedule. And if there be any mistake, one does not come. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Honestly speaking, that stage is possible. That level is possible. Believe God that one day, you just check your paycheck as a matter of course, but not that you are waiting for it. That is one if you that is why if that is one if you have an online banking, mm. you see that they will put in those statements. Congratulations, yes. your income far exceeds your expenditure. Hey. No, you haven't seen that statement before. No. Uh-huh. Is that <laughs> yes? <laughs> I said you have not seen that before, but I'm telling you that it is there. Receive that blessing. Some of you don't know that it is there. They don't. Lord, help your people, help your people. <laughs> no, it's there. It's actually there. Most banks have it. They will give you at the end of the statement that congratulations, your, your income far exceeds your expenditure. They will even give you a, a, the, the ratio. All banks do that. You haven't seen it because... All <laughs> oh, that you have seen is insufficient funds. <laughs> No, is there? I've seen it. Is there? Oh, God, have mercy. May the Lord take you there. Amen. Listen to me. I say, may the Lord take you there. Amen. All power. All power. Amanda, all power belongs to God. All power belongs to God. Yeah. Come to a point. You won't look for it. Because you don't need it immediately. And that's hallelujah. hallelujah. I'm surprised you have this. <laughs> oh no, 
he's there, he's there. No, he's there. No, they, 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 they send you. Our bank, not only was Fargo, Bank of America, was Fargo, all of them do. Because they give you, at the end, of, they give you the, the ratio of your income and your expenditure. <laughs> wow. Once has God spoken, twice have I heard all power. May God power you to prosper. That's why God established the thing. So, you see, so, what I'm trying to say, you see, the tithe is spiritual. It is from God. And there's a reason why, I can give you a lot of reasons. Okay? Why God established the tithe. Hallelujah. So, don't, from today, don't see the tithe as, oh, some pastor wants to get rich. No, 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 you are wrong. You are wrong. More so, even when you are being pastored by a lay pastor who doesn't get, who, who doesn't get paid by the church. Whether you pay tithe or not, it doesn't increase my salary. Neither does Bishop Dark pays me. It's none of the above. But I am so much passionate about it that it's a key to prosperity. I'll have to preach to you. Amen. And I want you to tithe. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Amen. God established the tithe. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Those of you who have this book, look, look, look at chapter 9. Chapter 9. I'll show you. In chapter 9, I will give you one, one, one strong reason why God established the tithe. Okay, look at uh, chapter 9 of this book. I think it's Deuteronomy 26. That's what I want to share with you. Deuteronomy 26. Yeah. Why God established the tithe. Okay? Deuteronomy chapter 26. 26. Deuteronomy 26. Let's read from Deuteronomy chapter 26, verses 1 to 3. You see that? Listen. And it shall and it shall be. And it shall be. When thou art come in unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. I'm telling you the reason why God established, one of the reasons why God established the tithe. He said that, and it shall be, when thou art come into the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and possess it, and dwellest therein. Continue. Verse 2. That thou shalt take of the first of all thy fruit, which the Lord shall bring up of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee and shall put it in a basket and shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there. Verse 3. And thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days and say unto him, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come into the country which the Lord thy God swear to give us as our fathers. So one of the main reasons why God established the time is to show your gratitude what God has done for you. Amen. If there's no other reason to pay time, this is one of the main reasons. Just to say thank you. 
The reason why he says you shall put your you shall put your thing in the basket and come and the, and bring it to the priest and I'm the priest and I'll stand here. That's why I tell you to come. I am the priest and I will take it from your hand. Is that you are saying God thank you? You are showing gratitude. Thank you for the job. Listen, let's go back again. You didn't get it. Look, verse one. Verse one again. And it shall be. When thou art come into the land, which the Lord thy God, first of all, it is God who give it to you. The job, God gave it to you. The child, God gave it to you. The health, God gave it to you. So you might, it's not your connections, it's not your ability, it is God who gave it to you. Amen. Amen. So when you don't honor God with your tithe, you are saying that's by your strength. And listen, if you are saying it's your strength, once has God spoken. Twice have I heard. Power. You think it's your power? Which the Lord has given thee. For an inheritance. For an inheritance. God is the one who gives you the inheritance. God is the one who gives it to you. An inheritance. So that Inheritance, okay, and inheritance, and pos- and possess it is another part because you can have an inheritance but you cannot possess it. Mm. I'm preaching to you. So if you possess it, God has given it to you. You can have an inheritance. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but where I come from, in my country, where I come from, there are a lot of rich people who have died. And I've left property for their children that's still in court. I don't know about you. It is still in court. It is still in court. Big house in Kumasi. 20 years, the house is running down. The case is still in court. It's in court. I say it's in court. It's been given to you. Litigation, strong litigation. So the fact that you have even been given something that's not me, you possess it. For you to possess it, God has to give it to you. God can give you a job, but that's not me, you can possess it. So the ability to possess what God has given to you is from God. Amen. I look, I know some families, so rich families. Yes. The case is still in court. It is, Reverend. And the house is running down. Houses are running down. Yes, Reverend, yes. And they are borrowing money to pay lawyers. Yes. Yes. Waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 you see, even to possess what God has given to you is his gift. Because you can have something, but you cannot possess it. So, you are thanking God. For the ability that what you have given me, I possess it. It says, remember. Remember what God had brought you from. Okay, remember. The land, where for, you see, so it's gratitude. Where God has brought you from. Remember where God has brought you from. Yes. Today you sit here, yes. you eat dollars. Remember where God has brought you from. Hey. Hey. That's a good one. Remember, some time ago, some time ago, when you get a dollar, it was it was it was a foreign currency to you. You used to put it in your album. 
Am I preaching? Yes, you are preaching. I'm preaching, yes. So that when your friends come and visit you, they open, they'll see a dollar in the album. Yeah. Those were the days of albums. You put a dollar in your album. Today you are chopping dollar. Remember? Remember how God has brought you from? Remember, you are complaining. You remember? You this morning you woke this morning you woke up and to bath you you just went into a room, turned on the shower, and what water was coming. Remember the days that when you have to bath. She was boiling with those days. Today she just has turned in the bathroom and turned it on. Remember those days. You had to fetch water and put it on the coal and fan it and let it boil. Today when you want to bath, you just turn the hot water. Remember? I say remember. You have a choice. You are just the temperature. Remember how far God has brought you. Don't be ungrateful. Don't be ungrateful. I mean, now look at you. When you wake up, you can look Jamaican, you can look Nigerian, you can look American, you can look. I mean, so many weeks. Remember the days when your hair was pimpesi, not pimpesi. <laughs> don't, don't, don't start me. Don't start me. I said, don't start me. I keep forgetting those days. Your hair used to tie it like. With a black plate, they tied it. Now, today, when you wake up, you can look Jamaican. You can look uh, uh, Caucasian. You can look uh, West Indian. You just change the work like that and you are rolling. Remember! Remember! Some of, some of you, remember? You had only two shoes, black and brown. Brown. To, to, today, the problem with your shoes is space. You have no space for them. Remember? So God said, I remember where I brought you. Yeah, I'm preaching to you. Remember? I remember. Today, today, when you have diarrhea in the night, all that you do is you jump from your bed and open another room and you are fine. But remember those days when you had diarrhea. I said, remember those days when you had diarrhea. Remember? <laughs> if it happens in the middle of the night, yeah! I'm preaching. You have to wake somebody up or get a lantern or a light. And as you are going, you have to walk a distance. In the middle of the night, and as you are going, when you have a diarrhea, you can't walk well. So this is it. <laughs> and then you are walking, and you are walking very fast because this is diarrhea walk. And as you are going, as you are walking there, walking across the path, the area is also not safe. You are scared. So as you are walking like this, you are. I mean, diarrhea and fear. Remember, remember, 
Bari ya enfie. Yes. Daria enfie no. You know that combination. Yeah. Remember? So God is saying that he was told about why he instituted the tithe. I want you to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Remember the days when the food, if you don't come early, you get some. The food when it's cooked, if you don't come early. In fact, so, 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 in fact, some houses was if you don't pound, you don't chop. <laughs> but today, 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 your problem with the food is it's too much. Remember? And it says that and you possess it. I like this part. Possess it. Not only has God brought it to you, but you are possessing because it's not everything you come into that you possess. May you possess the land. Look, it's not everything. You can be married to a woman, but you don't possess a woman. I say you are married to her. I mean, yes, yes, you are married. You took the clock, you took the iPad, you took the engagement, you married, you sell everything, you widen. It was blessed, but you don't possess her. Reverend, what do I mean? What do I mean? You don't possess her because everything you have to negotiate. Please, can I kiss you? Please, everything is a negotiation. <laughs> I say everything. A woman that you took love to, that you have signed, everything is negotiation. Why do we eat? Can, please, can I get banku tomorrow? You have to beg. Negotiation. Beg to kiss. Everything is a negotiation. That's no possession. Yeah. I'm preaching. I say I'm preaching. I say I'm preaching. Everything is negotiation. Yes, you are married to her, but you don't possess her. Everything you have to negotiate. Okay, so uh, uh, can I eat uh, uh, okra tomorrow? Uh, please, can I kiss you? And as for sex, you need to write a letter three days in advance. <laughs> you need advance notice. It's like you need advance notice. So here you are married, but you don't possess it. You need to make an appointment for sex. I mean, you need to make an appointment for sex. You are talking about something that works on spontaneity, but they say right at three months in a... <laughs> a notarized letter. Dear madam, with all due respect, I would like to have bedroom intimacy on uh, Tuesday, 5 o'clock. Uh, Tuesday, 10 p.m. Please. Uh, it's been a while. And I feel that we need to have this intimacy. Otherwise, it's not good for our marriage. So please accept my this my honor, this is my humble request. Sincerely, yours husband. I mean ha I And then in the application, you have to pay application fees, you have a check.
don't need application. I say you don't need application. You can walk to the house and say, I, I, I do have. Possess it. I say you possess it. I say you possess it. Not this negotiation. Terms and conditions. I'm preaching. Every husband here will possess their wife. I say every husband here will possess their wife. You can call for morning, afternoon, evening, in the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the dining room. I do have. I'm afraid. I think I'm afraid. The man is supposed to possess it. <laughs> why do you have to deal with your wife like you're in the UN? I mean, write application, discuss, negotiate. Why? Is it an Iraqi running war? You have to invoke the pastors. Reverend said, I didn't say nothing. Just <laughs> please. May you possess your possession. May you possess your inheritance. The job God has given you, may you possess it. The child God has you see, you, God gave you the child. Should not be negotiating and begging with your child. It's your child. You must be able to instruct and direct the child. Not that the child that God gave to you, you are afraid of the child. That's not possession. I bind every rebellious child. I say, I bind every rebellious child. May you possess your children. Listen to me. I feel strongly. You see, let not the state possess your child. No child here will be possessed by the state. The state cannot determine where your child stays. May you possess your child. I say, may you possess your child. May the state not possess your child. I cast that spirit. Every children here will be under the custody of their parents. No child here will be taken from their parents. The state will not possess our children. It's our blessing. I say it's our blessing. Every child we give birth to will be under our custody. Not the state. Not the state. Not the prison system. Not the police. You shall be under our custody. Amen. It's our possession. Amen. And you shall dwell there in thereof. Possess and live there. Listen to me. God established the tithe. For one, I mean, one principal reason. So that you will show gratitude. You will say thank you God. From where you have brought me. Where you have brought me. Some of you used to share rooms. And you no, you used to share rooms. And in the room you didn't have a bed. You were lying. You know the, the thing that used to <laughs> you, you have mentioned the name, the Rafia. And some of you, some of you, you never had your own room. I mean. I mean, when you are sleeping and people come, they have to jump over you. 
But now you have your own room. Fully air conditioned. <laughs> no, remember. I say remember. Listen, you never had a job. God gave you a job. Even if it's not the best job that you have now, be grateful to God. I say be grateful to God. That's what God is God is asking for the tithe simply to show gratitude. That look, God, thank you. That's all. You know Just God, what? Thank you. For what you have brought me. When I look back, when I consider where I've come from, I'm just saying, God, thank you. What a preaching. That's all. What a preaching. See, that's all I have to do. Just to say thank you. Just to say thank you. Not to complain. Not to murmur. But to say thank you. Just to say, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I'm healthy. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that I can eat. Let me tell you something. Some of you, your colleagues, for them to pee, they have to pass a tube before they can pee. You can pee spontaneously at your age. Say thank you. That's all. That's all. All that God was reminded just to say thank you. Hallelujah. So not to pay tight is ingratitude. And let me tell you something. Once has God spoken. Twice have I heard. God spoke once, but you are supposed to hear it two times. Once have I preached. Twice have you heard. All power belongs to God. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you. Thank you. Ancient words. Ever true. Changing me. We've come. We have come yes, Lord. with open arms. All of the ancient words embrace. Ancient words ever true. Changing me and changing you. Yes, Lord. We have come with open arms. Once have I spoken, twice I've heard. Once God has spoken. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Patient words ever true. May His word come to pass in your life. Changing me. I give you the power to make well. I'll bring you to the land of flows with milk and honey. You shall remember where the Lord brought you. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We thank you for a message like this. For, for, to remember how far you have brought us. Deliver us from ingratitude. May we not be ungrateful, but may we show gratitude. For a Syrian ready to perish was our fathers. But today, we are living in a different world. We thank you. Even for the things we have not achieved yet, we are grateful. Because you have been good. You have been good. You have been good. For where we are, we are grateful.
for why we are not, we are even grateful. Because honestly, you have been good. When we look back, you have been good. Deliver us from complaining and memory. Deliver us from bickering and being ungrateful. We thank you. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that we can breathe. We thank you that we have a house. We thank you that we have a job. We thank you that we have a family. We thank you that we have a marriage. We thank you that we have a child. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. We are grateful. Deliver us from ingratitude. Deliver us from being a complaining bunch. Always complaining. Always whining. This afternoon we say we are grateful. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that we drive, we go back and come without any accident. We thank you that even for our mistakes, we were pardoned. We thank you. With every head bowed and every eye closed. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? For a brief moment, remember what the Lord has done for you. He died on the cross for you and I. So if you are not born again, you are not sure. You have to be sure. You have to be 100% sure. If you are not sure whether you go to heaven, to be born again means you want to make sure that you go to heaven when you die. Period. So whether you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You may be coming to church, but you are not sure. Let your hand go up and I'll pray for you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. you just want to be sure. God bless you. Lift up your hand up higher. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. I like, I like your sincerity. I'm coming to you and I'll pray for you. I'm actually walking to you. God bless you. God bless you. Sincerity. My brother, I'm coming to you. Are you sure? Look at me. Are you sure? Sincere. Thank you. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I stand as a sinner. Have mercy on me. I want to be sure. I want to make sure that I'm a child of God. Thank you, Jesus for saving me for saving me thank you Jesus for saving me I am a child of God thank you thank you that's a good one very good one God bless you put your hands together for the Lord and be seated we hope you've been blessed Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.